Ladies and gentlemen, we are live coming to you from the internet. Introducing first with a professional record of a five-star rating and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? This is MMA Marks. This is two guys who love to mark out on all things MMA. I'm Ricky. That's Buddy. I'm Buddy. We got a great fucking show for you tonight. Today, we're going to recap what we had on UFC 163, Zabit versus Calvin Cater. It was a pretty lackluster fight, but, you know, it was creative. Um, then we're going to get into some news. We're going to get into our Fight Pick Championship ranks, which is great. Then we're going to get into predicting uh, UFC 164, uh, the Fight Night 164, where Jan Blachowicz takes on uh, Ronaldo Jacare Souza. Uh, both uh, Jacare's moving up to 205. I think it's going to be a good move for him. And as always, I'm joined by Buddy. How you doing, Bud? Doing great, man. Doing great. Um, you know, we're doing the Skype thing. I stayed home. You you stayed at your house. I should have came over, but you're a lazy. It bitch. is what it is. It's freezing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all of uh, thirty degrees outside. It's fucking yeah. cold. I wouldn't be outside. It's, no- it's normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's normal for Baltimore, man. So, what did you think about these fights from uh, Zabit Zabit versus Calvin Cater, man? Uh, the overall... Yeah, overall. Uh, the prelims were lit. The fucking main card was, like, boring as shit. For the most part. Yeah. I was just saying, like, if you want my, like, little quick breakdown, um, that's what I... That's how I do. Yeah. The first Friday night was fucking awesome. Gregory Popoff versus Davey Grant. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They was fucking scrapping, dude. Yeah, I, I caught the end of it. I know Davy Grant took the win via decision, but uh, how how Popoff looked? Uh, well, Popoff was surviving. Uh, he landed some good elbows. Um, he's got elbows from every angle, dude. He's it's kind of like that. Yeah, I seen one and, that he was like, uh, it looked like it was twelve to six. Like he had yeah, him on he, the ground. He, he was throwing twelve to six, but they didn't call it, so it's all a fair game. I guess so. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> but yeah, they were they were both scrapping like a motherfucker. It was crazy. Like like I said, they they were both game when it came to the grappling. They were both game when it came to the striking, dude. So how did Davy take the win, man? I didn't. He was just, he was just out working him and, and and landing better strikes. He literally he was like overall whipping his ass for the, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like uh, Pop off kind of kept it dangerous or whatever, but he really was not on Grant's level. Gotcha. Well, that's cool. All right, so David Grant takes the win via decision. Uh, moving on, we got uh, Jessica Rose Clark versus uh, Pene uh, Kiaz Kanadazad. Yes, that was close. I may have known how to say that before you said it, but now I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Pene versus Rose Clark, man. So, uh, Jessica, yeah. what did you think about this fight? The, uh 
I think that it was very one-sided. Uh, Jessica Rose Clark did not belong in the fucking octagon with her. Uh, it, it, there was no way that Jessica Rose Clark was ever going to win that. There was no urgency in Clark at all. There was just no urgency. Not only that, but it's just like there's levels to this, and she uh, is not on the same level. Not at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem like she's on that level. Like, Pena was just whipping her ass from pillar to post, and she couldn't. She didn't have an answer for it at all, not even a little bit. Yeah, she, she, looked, she looked pretty good, like, really good. She looked better than most, like, uh, female fights that you see. Like, it was very, very – if she can be that dominant against, you know, somebody that's known to be a little better than Jessica Rose Clark, it's kind of cool to – you know, I mean, I would be excited to see a fight against – See your face in my little tough. Yeah. All right, moving on. We got uh, a lightweight battle between Alexander Yakolev taking on Roosevelt Roberts. Now, dude, <laughs> this was the the drama fight of the night, I guess. <laughs> really, was it? I mean, Yakolev uh, cuts Roosevelt's eye, right? Or was that? No, 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 that's a different fight. That's a different fight? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're definitely getting your black eyes mixed up. <laughs> that's bad coming from you. Uh, it was a, it was an early fight. I was I was trying to sleep. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so I'll give you the breakdown of this fight. Right. Um, Alexander was coming in there. He's supposed to be more like the striking fucking specialist type. Uh, Roosevelt's coming in there and, you know, just supposed to be the kind of grappler that th- that throws hands to. That's kind of like what he, you know, he's known to get submissions, though, really. So uh, when it came down to it, Roosevelt was just a bigger, stronger guy and was, like, literally piecing him up. I guess the, the striker was scared of the takedowns. But then all of a sudden, fucking, the striker's taking down the fucking grappler and, and out-grappling him, dude. So the really? striker was getting outstruck, and the grappler was getting out-grappled. It was a <laughs> very crazy fight, but Roosevelt was pretty much just better, a better fighter. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's, 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 like, these were a lot of scrappy motherfuckers that were very close, like, some of them were very closely matched, but at the same time, you, one was a clear-cut winner in my eyes. You know, you could just tell the one was just a, that much a, a level above them. Cool. All right, well, I'm, I don't remember that fight. I wish I did. You remember this one? I do remember this one. I couldn't forget because <laughs> I was like, that was unexpected. We got uh, <laughs> uh, Ab- Abukar, uh, Nogamata Madoff. Takes on uh, David Zawada, and David Zawada comes up with the triangle choke slash armbar out of fucking nowhere. Pretty much, I did not see this coming. And uh, given now, I don't know much about Akbar, but I like you got that name, man. You gotta you gotta bring that wrestling prowess. And he did. He just I seen him using it. He's using the little tricks that. Uh, Khabib uses, but he just he wasn't up to that level. Yeah, uh, that's Khabib's cousin, and um, he 
Khabib like made like a little statement on it saying, you know, trying to make him feel better and everything. So it ain't like they're shaming him just because he lost. I like like you would expect that cold hearted bastard to do. <laughs> it's number and, one uh, bullshit. <laughs> on Aladdin, isn't the fucking monkey named Abu? Yeah. That's what his name is, Abu. Oh, is it? Well, I mean, pretty much Abu Kar, Abu Babkar, or some shit. I don't know. Abu Bakar. I'm calling that motherfucker Abu. Okay. Abu. <laughs> like from fucking Latin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. Hell yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. So, what did you Here's think? Here's the controversy of the night. Or do you want me to tell you about that? Well, Dave is a water man. I mean, you did you. enough to me. Did you really expect him to, to get that submission? I didn't know nothing about him. I didn't know nothing about Nurmagomedov really either. I just went with Nurmagomedov. I think I, I went with by decision, right? Or no, you went with Zawada second round TKO. Oh, that's what <laughs> I don't. You don't even remember what you picked. I don't, I don't. I don't know much about either one of them, honestly. Uh, okay. All right, so let's get on to the controversy of the night. Uh, Roman Koplov uh, taking on Carl Robertson, and. Uh, Copila. Okay. So what happened? Cop- Run it down for me. Um Bitch Boy I poked. And, and there was blood everywhere. And it would cut his fucking lid, his eyelid, but he didn't even cut his eye. And then all of a sudden they was like, Alright, go ahead and fight. And fucking Robinson came with a fucking vengeance and whipped his ass. Now, do you think uh, Kabilov was trying to poke him in the eye? 100%. 100%. Like, this wasn't accidental. He was, like, trying to stooge him. Fuck yeah. Oh. He was losing like shit, dude. Desperation. <laughs> trying to fucking up. even the playing field, yo. Mm. Poke. <laughs> you got to Hey, the GOAT, greatest of all time, does it. Why not fucking you if you're losing? I guess Captain Insano shows no mercy. Yeah, they should have forced him to clip his nails. Yeah, I thought they checked that before they get into. In Obviously, not good there. enough in fucking Russia. I guess not. They fight bears in Russia. They using them clubs. Yeah, that's that is true. That is true. So Carl Carl Robson comes back and fights what two more rounds and chokes him out in the third. I thought the eye poke happened late. Oh, did it? I thought it was yeah. uh, happening in the first. No, I think it happened late, but I could be wrong. Okay. Dude, I I don't remember. Like, it was so early on. I don't know. Like, it was just like, I remember, but I don't. Yeah. You know? I, mean? I can't retain a lot of information like I can when it happens at nighttime. It's weird. Like, when these morning, early morning fights happen, I just, I just can't retain any real technical... Um, Highlights. It's weird. I don't know. Like the next fight, uh, Hostum uh, Kablev versus Sergey. You want to give it a shot? Kahanda. Kanzo suck. Kanzo suck. <laughs> uh, okay. And we both had uh, Kanzo suck <laughs> or Sergey. We both had Sergey be a decision. And uh, yeah. That didn't. That wasn't the way it happened. Uh, Kablav uh, took it. 
I don't I don't really remember this fight. Me neither. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay. Next. Uh, next, we have Magomed Ankalev taking on uh, Daisha Lungamunga. Blah. <laughs> I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, oh, dude. Dude, this, this fucking knockout was epic. <laughs> so, walk me through it. What happened? Fucking front kick to the motherfucking jaw. Now, did he set it up or was this just out of fucking nowhere? I think it was like as soon as the bell rung, they kind of just kind of like came together and boom, kicked him right in his motherfucking face. Really? If I remember correctly. Was it round one? No, 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 no. The third, the third, the third bell. Okay. Sec- yeah, whatever was, it is. yeah, it says TKO in a third. Now, That's what I'm saying. When the bell rung, meaning like the bell rung, they came out. For the third one, yo. Okay. What, they don't ring a bell for every fucking round? Yeah, they do. But when you said they just, the bell rang and they came out, you didn't say what round they were on. You just, I'm, the oh. way you were talking about it, it was like round one. Nah, I just want to let everybody know that was round three. And, oh, gotcha. And the guy ki- got kicked in the face. And then he even followed it up with a, uh, I think it was a right hook. And... Man, he didn't need to. He was already super out. Super necessary. Super necessary. <laughs> it was not super necessary. That man wasn't talking no shit on him. <laughs> Talk but, shit now. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a good way to uh, end the prelims. A, a really good way to end the prelims. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, it was definitely epic. Yeah. I mean, the way he kicked that snap on the on the front kick was... It was it was almost like a jab to his face. Kind of rocked his head back all hard. It was great. And he was pretty much lo- like the, he was winning the match the whole time. The guy that won, you know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't no comeback win or nothing. Okay. So I'm just moving on to the main card. <laughs> <laughs> the main card. We got uh, Shamil Gamstavov. Taking on uh, Kitson Harada de Abreu. Yeah. I yeah. I know it's called Abreu. And uh, Shamil. Shamil beat him via decision. This was a fucking snoozer. Yeah, I mean, it was like, I can't remember which rounds, but I think uh, Shamil only won two rounds. It was like one of those. Like I it was f- a two to one. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I fell back asleep. I was like, fuck. Faggot. <laughs> Can't say that. And then uh what about the next fight, huh? Uh has uh Rosman Imev taking on Anthony Rocco Martin. Now this was the inspirational fight of the night after after the fact, but he was fighting like he had to win. Anthony Rocco Martin had to win at all cost. Had to. It- but he didn't fight that great, though. You know what I mean? Like he, I have, I hold him to a high standard, and he, he did good, but he didn't do great. It wasn't one of his best performances or anything. No, I wouldn't say it was his best performance. But in the third round, you could definitely notice some urgency for whatever reason. <clears throat> yeah, he, he got he kicked himself in the ass and said, "Let's go." Yeah, but it wasn't like he was losing that whole fight. I mean, he was he was winning. I th- I had him up to two rounds to to none, 
and then yeah. the third round he he really poured it on. Yeah. Um, and then we find out that uh, Rocco Martin like is it his mom or his wife or someone near to him has uh, breast cancer. And he was, I think he, was. I think he said his his mom or 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 it might have been his wife's mother, uh, mother, mother. Well, <laughs> I don't remember, dude. I he, yeah, it's whatever. We'll see. We'll see what, what his next matchup. I'm kind of not that excited about him right now. Oh, really? Well, I, I was, but you know what? That it's, he lost one, and then that one wasn't like definitive. I don't know, man. He, he, I think, I think he's kind of like not improving. Hmm. He's not, you know what I mean. He, he's not, he's not uh, changing it up or anything. He's kind of just showing the same shit. Right, right. Okay, I, I see what you're talking about there. I'm just saying, I, I hope that he shows some, you know, something different for next time. Yeah. So moving on, we got uh, Kahat or Karis Abrigamarov uh, taking on Ed Herman. And Ed Damn. Her- so Ed Herman, uh, two o. This is a two o five fight. Ed Herman um, just looked like the way more experienced fighter in here, way more calm, way more composed. Uh, basically, put on a clinic on what you need to do to win a fight. Well, so I remember saying this, like, and thinking this, like. It's like for some reason I really don't like fucking Ed Herman. Maybe it's the fucking you know the redhead. I I don't know, but I always like. But at the same time, he's always in a fucking fun fight. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that fight was super fun. He definitely was whipping his ass, whipping uh, in, um, almost said to me, um, Cadiz's ass the whole time, dude. Like it was no chance. Like dude was fucking him up. But it was it was a little. I mean, Cadiz was trying. He was swinging for the fences, and Ed Herman was not, like, backing down. He wasn't running at all. He and, wasn't playing it safe at all, either. Yeah. He was putting himself out there, and that, that's that's what made it exciting. Yeah. He was definitely trying to finish that fight, and he wasn't he wasn't running, which I, I really admire. I mean, you don't have to just stand there and get hit, but don't run. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, neither one of us got that right. We thought Cadiz was going to whip up on Ed Herman. It's because Ed Herman is kind of mediocre. He still is. He's a gatekeeper, yeah. So, uh, moving on. Not we, even. We got the 170 uh, division. Zalim uh, Imagayev taking on uh, Danny Roberts. And Danny Roberts gets it done. KO in the second round. Yeah. This is the one I was shocked. And me too. It came Danny out Roberts of fucking nowhere. Better than ever. He looked like, so good. Wow, where did that come from? Where was that guy? Hey, and then he was, he seems super motivated. So I'm excited to see his next fight. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. What what actually took him out? Uh, what actually took Salim out? Was it punches? What? Yeah, I believe it was a um, a clean ass right. Clean ass right. <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> All right. All right. So this is your favorite fight of the night. Uh, it's a heavyweight <laughs> fight. Alexander Vol- Volkov taking on Greg uh, Prince of Volk- War. Spanish. Hardy. The judges, ga- the judges gave it to him. The judges gave it to who? 
<laughs> they gave it to fucking Alexander. Uh, yeah, yeah, they had to. I mean, that was Greg Hardy didn't didn't really. That's just a home home field. <laughs> field my ass. He got his <laughs> ass whipped. Look, no matter what the fuck you say, fuck the fuck the broken hand or whatever. Even if it is a broken hand or not, don't matter. Even if it, even if he had a full blown good hand, he still was fighting pretty good. Okay, this was a win win situation for Hardy. So I mean, but, he, he was fighting no, with zero it, pressure. It, is, it was not no win win. There's there's not only two options in these fights because if he went out there and got his fucking ass tore up, no one gives a shit. No, I don't think that he would not get another fight in a long fucking time. Yes, he would. People love yeah, to hate that guy. They love to hate that guy. He's gonna get fight. He's gonna get if he gets his ass demolished. He's gonna get one more fight, at least. But I mean, nah. As soon, soon as he, as soon as he loses, man, he he's he's uh, he's it's gonna be like a very slow turnaround for him. Eh, I don't I don't see that happening. I mean, they put a lot of money into Greg Hardy. Too much money, if if for my liking, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Alexander Volkov, I think, kind of took it easy on him because there was a couple times where he stunned him and he just didn't he didn't pull the trigger. I don't understand that. I don't understand yeah. that at all. Well, no, I think I think he was scared uh, to open himself up. I he mean, was being patient and being cautious. So what? Derek Lewis hit you and knocked you clean the fuck out last year. I mean, this guy's so, no—he's not on Lewis's level. He's just not. I don't know. I mean, he looked very good against uh, one one of the top contenders. He didn't look like fucking trash. He wasn't getting completely outclassed. No, he wasn't. He was. He so was... that's what I'm saying. Like he did way better than so. You know, all this aside, like, when I did the Fight Pick Championship, you know I said fucking Hardy. But, and I even said if I was betting money on it, I would bet fucking Alexander uh, by second-round TKO. So I expected him to get finished in two rounds. Yeah, that's the eye. So, I mean, but... so he did well over what the fuck I, I, I even expected out of him. If both men were at their best, I would say that Volkov should finish him within two rounds. But I knew Volkov was going to be tentative because of the Derek Lewis fight. So, if they were at their best, yeah, you don't you don't think that Hardy has way more potential than what he, you know what I mean? Like his best is yet to come. He's still learning. Oh yeah, I mean best at the at the current um, knowledge level that they're at right now. Volkov should whip his ass at the current knowledge level. I'm, I'm saying Greg Hardy has surprised me, technically. Like his his footwork has improved dramatically. Um, his shot selection is getting way better. Um, his cardio did not look bad. It didn't. It didn't at all. It, it might have looked bad the last one because of the inhalers. No, I did think, not look bad this one. I don't even think in the, even inhale. I mean, he was breathing a little heavier in the in the last fight, but I don't think. It was enough to like slow him down a lot. Oh, no, his his cardio did look pretty bad though. He he got he got clearly got tired in that in that fight. Yeah. This way he didn't look that bad at all. He didn't slow down that much. Uh, he was keep he was keeping the pace really. Yeah, but it was he wasn't in a lot of firefights either. I mean, he was just he was circling a lot and uh, protecting that protecting his chin for the most part. Wasn't in a whole lot of exchanges. 
All right, so what do we see from here now with these two? Uh, I think Greg Hardy can still be on that trajectory that he was on. I think he needs to um, stay in, like, uh, the top 15. I don't see him doing top 10. I, I just – I think he needs to – if he demolishes a top 15 guy, like, say, like a number 12 or number 11 guy, then he can be uh, put up there in, like, number six, number five. But he's not – He's not uh he's not ready yet. He's still he's still got a lot to learn. I'm still campaigning for but I know that it probably not gonna happen. Um Anthony Johnson versus Greg Hardy. The battle of the women beaters. Yeah. Okay. But like I would legit fight. And sounds like that's what fucking Anthony Johnson would want because he's like saying he don't want to grapple no more. Well, fucking fight heavyweight where they're not going to grapple. Most of them aren't going to grapple you. And fight fucking Greg Hardy who just wants to bang. Yeah. Or fight Derek Lewis who does not want anything to do with the ground. Um, yeah. So, Alexander Volkov, where do you see him going from here? Um, he's got one more fight before the heavyweight champ. I don't see him even contesting Stipe, not even a little bit. No, 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 but I'm saying he's got at least one more fight before then. Um, you know, I don't know if they fought already because I haven't done my research, but put him against fucking <laughs> Blades. Let Blades kill him. Francis is calling for him. You know that, right? Calling for who? Blades? No, Volkov. Let's say, stop beating that man up. <laughs> That'd be the third <laughs> <Stop>. time. <laughs> Nah, I think I think that's a dead horse. I don't think you have to beat on that anymore. Well, well, I know Francis was trying to take that fight. Yeah, Francis. Like Hardy got it. Yeah, Francis wants uh, Volkov. He said Volkov stuck in him, and he won't take the fight. So now he's calling him out in uh, social I media. Too falls him. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take that. And Not that. Yeah, I I'd be a little crazy. All right. So, we're getting into this main event of the evening. The main event of the evening. We got Zabit Magomed Sheripov taking on Calvin Cater. Um, Calvin Cater uh, came out a little tentative, uh, a little more tentative than I thought he would. I thought he would be a little bit more reckless. You thought he seemed tentative? Well, yeah, like he didn't want to pull the trigger like uh, Zabit was freezing him with the creativity. Like the spinning hook, the spinning kicks, and uh, the odd angles. Um, it seemed like Calvin just couldn't couldn't set set his feet right. He was always backing up or moving and getting out of the way. Making calculations. Say that again. He was making calculations. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's just pulling a fucking uh, almost a rookie. You know, being being a a well round or being a fucking vet in the goddamn octagon, okay, <laughs> or in combat sports, you know, you, the first one you let the guy come out and be wild, and you kind of figure out his movement, where it's going. Um, it's not it's not what I thought he was gonna do, but that seems like that's what he was doing, right? But it didn't seem like he was like scared. So I don't think he, I think he was like being more of a. Um, 
trying to get some habits down and trying to get some like um you know which way he moves and shit like that and that's the thing with Zabit it's very hard to to figure out which way he moves because he's so creative and he hits you from odd and weird angles and the footwork doesn't make any sense um well, the thing is, is, is the beat was doing something very different than what he normally does because Mark, and they talked about this on the commentary, Mark Henry, um, the game plan with him was to take away the jab. Take away Cater's jab. And, like, uh, it looked like he was rushing him a lot, like trying to crowd him so he couldn't throw the jab right. Yeah, that's and that's that's what threw off Cater. Uh but like I said, I don't think that it, it it scared him. I think it was more or less uh, trying to trying to realize what he was doing and uh, react to it. And I think once he kind of got it down, dude, he started really cracking him, dude. And it was, and, and and slowly but surely, the fight was turning on on his side. Now, do you think that this is my question? Because we all seen Zabit gas in the third. Zabit clearly won the first and the second. Um, he was very, he just, he just outstruck Cater in the first and the second. Then the third. I want to rewatch that fight because I feel like, um, didn't he, didn't Zabit get wobbled in the second? He got pushed up against the cage. Like he got hit and then fell into the cage. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I would have maybe given the fucking second round to him, but that's, that's just me being me. Okay. But this is my question for you. Did Zabit take off the gas in the third round, or did Calvin Cater uh, rally a comeback? What was more prevalent? Was it because Cater was increasing his strikes and he was getting the better of Zabit in the third? But it didn't look like Zabit was trying as much. Like, I remember I was on the phone and I was saying, this is some bullshit because Zabit's up two rounds. Now he thinks he's just going to coast the third. It, that's what it looks so, to me. So he was tired as fuck and he disguised it as he was coasting. Right. Because he, regardless, once once they got close, if he was coasting, he would be fucking firing off. Because that means he's conserving his energy, and that means once it gets once it gets in range, oh, it's time to fucking either move out the way really quickly or start fucking firing off real quick because I have more energy because I'm not the one being, I'm not the one chasing somebody. But really, what happened is, is that every time that Cater actually cut him off, he was getting pieced the fuck up and almost knocked out. And that's where I say that he was fucking gassed completely, and mm-hmm. he was disguising it as he was coasting. Uh, okay. Okay. I, I I mean, maybe I was looking at it wrong, but that that's what I saw and it came out that he he was had an illness or something. Like Zabit said he was sick. What does that mean? <laughs> it means fuck him. <laughs> fuck Zabit. Fuck Zabitch. Okay. And then talking about he wanna fight the fucking fight for the champ. No. Yo, you ain't even touching Holloway, bro. Well, Holloway will fucking piece you up, take you into fucking deep waters, and fucking continuously fucking let you up for air for a second and keep drowning you and keep drowning you and then fucking piss in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but Max might not Why be you, the champ, yo. He's got to take on Volkanovski. Huh? <laughs> Hawaiian punch, motherfucker. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um. Hey. Yeah. You say you say Howie might not be champ. Yeah. He's the best th- is blessed, baby. He's got to take on Volkanovski, man. That's that's a tough the challenge. The best is blessed. I'm saying he's tough. It's a it's a short order, <laughs> Volkanovski. Yeah. Um. But what do you see next for Zabit, and what do you see next for Cater? Zabit should fight the loser of Holloway and I'm recording. I'm recording. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> that works. Um, hey, life happens, man. So you guys will be taking on a loser, somebody? Of Holloway versus Alexander Volkanowski. You, you you rank him that high? Just give it to him because he has hype on him. Okay. Let him get his ass whipped by either one of those. Okay. Whoever loses. Because the winner will defend their title against the winner of um, Korean Zombie and Ortega. Your boy Ortega. Yeah. I kind of want... I, I like Ortega a lot, but I want Zombie to win that fight. I want to see Zombie in a championship fight. I really do. I mean, I'll, I'll look at the numbers a little bit clearer when that day so, comes, but... Let me go out on a limb and say this. If Zombie wins that... He might not get an immediate title shot. He should. I, I mean, he might not though. But if Ortega wins, he will. Yeah. You feel me? Because like he's more marketable. Yeah, but if it's against Max, I don't think they'll do that fight again. So he gets one fight and then goes right back to Max. I don't think so. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird things going on there. Yeah. It's not. Now it's who, not as marketable. Now who do I want the fights to beat? Yeah. 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 That's who I want. I want to see that fight. I know they tried to make it before, and uh, Yair didn't accept it or something like that and almost got cut because of it. But I want to see Zabit taking on Yair. Their styles are very similar, and they just they, they need to fight each other. Both are coming off of, of wins, and they both got some hype to them, even though one's not as... Well, both aren't really, like, great hype. It's just... They're they're hyped up. I think think uh, Yair will win that. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping Yair would win that too. I'm not hoping. I just think he will. The only thing that I I think uh, would make it interesting is Zabit's a way better grappler than Yair. Yes, but I think that he's gonna keep it standing. That would be interesting. Uh, that would I think, make everything interesting. I think it stays standing. Yeah. I think they should do like uh, Zabit and Yair and Tony and Khabib on one fight. <laughs> on one card. <laughs> the cards that, uh, the fight card that never was. Yeah. So what do you think for Calvin Cater, even though he lost? Because he didn't like look bad. I think Calvin Cater... Uh... Calvin Cater, man, 
I don't know who he's going to match up with next, but I'll definitely watch the fuck out of it. Yeah. What? So this is one forty-five. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe the winner of Oliveira and Gordon fight Cater. The winner. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking I mean, they're not they're not up there. That would be a good fight. That would be good on them. Yeah, I was thinking Jeremy uh, Stevens. I think they may have fought already. Did they? Not sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Make me want to look it up though. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I have to. All right, cool. But yeah. Um, I think Oliver. Well, hold on. They're fighting at 155, not 145. My bad. I always think they're 145. I mix up 145, 155 all the time. Featherweight and um. So hold on. Zabit. Zabit's 155. Zabit's yeah. 145. Hold on. Zabit's 145. So then Stevens and fucking. Plus Cater goes up to 155. Stevens is fighting 155 these days. He just fought out of a 45. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. What am I thinking, dude? I don't know. I'm mixing up the two, man. That's little, all. Little vape happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Cater never fought Jeremy Stevens that I can see. Fine. Give them two a go. That's what I want to see. Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Cater. Make that shit happen, Dana. I know you're listening. What's going to happen is Jair is going to fight fucking uh, Cater. God, that would be so stupid. It's it's gonna happen, and the beat's gonna fight fucking uh, the the loser of fucking Ortega and fucking Zombie. Yeah, Zabit. I would like to see Zabit and Ortega. Ortega, I think, would choke him the fuck out. I don't know about that. I think Zabit beats Ortega. Nah, nah. I think because he can take a beating, and Zabit doesn't have heavy hands. I think Zabit will submit him. No way. No he'll kill your way. man at his own game. No way. No fucking way. Um, yeah, but that was that was uh, UFC Fight Night 163. It oh, was yeah. a, it was about as good as we covered it. <laughs> that's a, that's about so, how good it was. <laughs> you already know about the Fight Pick Championship. That's you know our. Uh, weekly fight pick competition we do whenever the fights are on we uh bet on the main card with just points you know you you get points uh five points for getting the fighter right the correct fighter that wins and then 10 points if you get the correct uh round and 10 points for the correct uh fashion so it'd be submission knockout or decision right so possible 25 points Per fucking... Per fight. Per fight. And we are on week seven now, but this was week six that just passed. We're on week seven? Holy shit, this goes by quick. I know, but... So, World Winning Federation fucking got the highest amount of points that anybody's ever gotten in a week. He got 130 points. Shut the fuck up. That pink bitch, what did he do? Let me tell you about my man Alpha, all right, over at World Winning Federation um, stream on Twitch. My man fucking picked all decisions 
picked all the decisions. And <laughs> I, I was clowning them, and I was, like, talking shit before the fights. I'm like, yo, you should have did your research. These are going to be finishes, bro. And then as soon as he whipped, as soon as he whipped my ass in the competition, because, spoiler alert, I only got five points this week. Oh, so yeah. Oh, my, uh, how the mighty have fallen. But, yeah, as soon as, as, soon as it all was said and done, he goes, yeah, you should have did your research. I was like, you motherfucker. Now, won't you get team some of that? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in second place, not that much, not that far behind, uh, Cheney over at Lab B. Oh, shit. Lab B MMA podcast. Moving on uh, up. She got 100 points. Yeah. Then Pure Evil MMA podcast there you Pure go evil MMA. he got 85 points dude that's wow. that's pretty good he's new in the competition Hell so yeah. he did pretty good this week you got my man ricky i'm just saying he, just saying you know you gotta brush your shoulders off a little bit got three three fights exactly right that's all i gotta say hey you got 75 points that's probably the most points you've gotten so far it is the most points i've gotten this far and it is the most fights i've got exactly right so got three in a row Speaking of 75 points, our man fucking Emmanuel over at Lab B MMA Podcast is the co-host of Cheney. Are you fighting the air? <laughs> There's a little nap, like, follow me around, dude. <laughs> You're, like, punching at the air. Yeah, a little nap. So, yeah, um, he got 75 points also. But Emmanuel you know. from Lab B's got 75 points. Good job, man. We got our man uh, Ray Plata. Ray Plata soup. Yeah, that's just that's a podcast. Radio. It's it's a fun podcast, and the thing is, is like he's got shorter episodes. It's a quick one. Uh, yeah, so it's it's like super fun to just hear like a quick conversation between two people from you know the MMA world and or community, I should say. He got sixty points, so good for him. He's also he came in the same time that uh, Pure Evil. They were two late guys. Um, now, Clout9 didn't do too good. He got 45 points. Oh, he must have been sleeping. He did pretty good, but usually he's top dog with yeah. like 90 points and shit. Right. Grampy back doing a little better than he usually does. He got sure. 40 points. Wow. Go ahead, Grampy. There you go, Grampy. Let's go. Um, Keep hope alive. Keep hope alive. <laughs> and he's been killing it with the memes. Yeah, Grampy he is. Back. Clout9 and Grammy Back, they're both Twitch streamers. And uh, Grammy Back's been the MVP of the fucking memes f- for our group. He's been coming up with some funny ones. <laughs> um, next, we got Kevin Lane of the Backlog Time Podcast. The Backlog. He's, you know, if y'all ain't know, it's the Backlog Time. He's got 35 points. 35 points. Come on, Kev. Get your shit together. And you then you get um, some unknown name guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> is it Juice hey, or hey, something? Ju- hey, Juice? Juice? G- Juice? Is that how you say it? I, th- I think it's how you say it. Uh, I heard him a- talking a lot of shit lately. I think he has a podcast. Is it like uh, fighting with people or something? Yeah, he, he's <laughs> he's a bit of a schizo, so he's probably fighting with himself. Okay, fighting with myself podcast. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, that motherfucker's talking shit. <laughs> Same. Well, he only got thirty points. Might have to take him out. Yeah, he's dead to me. <laughs> he's dead to you. 
talk shit. Look, he said, he said, I'm finally getting you back for all that shit you was talking on Roxanne Montefiore. Because he said, I hope, he said, I hope Charles Oliveira gets the shit beat out of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck you, Juice. Fuck How you and you? Roxy, motherfucker. She's so athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want that Super Saiyan. Don't want that shit. Roxy, if you're listening, we love you. Buddy loves you. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> Not into nerds. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Not nerdy for me. Obviously, I came in last this week with five points, but uh, I had to let everybody catch up. Oh, bullshit. I'm going to be on the top the whole time. Y'all going to be riding my motherfucking coattails. Guys, uh-huh. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, all, I gotta say is all you have I'm to do is go back to last week's episode or any other episode, including the fight to big championship, and you're talking mad shit. Well, I'll just since I don't want to spend too much time on this, I'll just give you the top three. Okay. Uh, now, overall, current overalls, and you can find this on social media. We got Alphas at the top, 310 points. We got Clout 9, 260. Good God. And Emmanuel is in third place with 230. 230. He's consistent. I will say he's one of the most consistent people when it comes to pickup fights. I'm right behind him with 215. I just had a really bad week. It happens. And I'm still beating your ass. <laughs> That's not saying a lot, motherfucker. <laughs> I fell off hard, all right? For two weeks, I fell off bad. Well, I have a feeling, like, I'm not too I'm not too confident with this week, so. Neither am I. It's, <laughs> I'm not even a little bit confident. <laughs> I guess it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we got any fight news or anything now that we kind of broke that down? Yeah, yeah. I got a couple things. Um. So, did anybody sit through the entire Nick Diaz, Ariel Hawani interview on Monday? It was a, it was a rough one. So, it, I'll be the first to say I didn't even watch the motherfucker. But I don't really watch Ariel. You know that. Yeah. I will say it, it, it was sad to watch because um, Nick. Nick's a great fighter, but he it looked like he was on something. It looked like he wasn't all there. Maybe he was sick. Maybe he was on medication. Maybe he was on drugs. I don't know. But he didn't have any real coherent thoughts when he was when he was speaking. There was a couple things where he was like, "You don't bless my brother. That's my baby brother." And I'm, you know, uh, uh, uh you know, uh. You're already starting off with me in a bad position. It's like when he would talk about subjects, he wouldn't preface them at all. He would just start talking about his opinions on things. It was it was wasn't like, hey, you know about Jorge Masvidal? Fuck that motherfucker. He would just be like, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. And you're like, who are you talking about? It was it was it was a very very weird and hard to hard to listen interview. And uh, I hope. Uh, Nick uh, gets better or gets the help he needs or something like that, man, because I don't want to see that dude fight like that the way he was. But if I was hmm. to see him fight and he does call Jorge Masvidal out, I will pay for it and watch it. <laughs> yeah, um, I would fucking bet the house on fucking Jorge. Yeah, me too. 
Like you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just too much. He's just too much now. Is it? Yeah, you've been out of the game for how long? You know what I mean? Years, almost a decade, right? I don't know, but fucking Jorge's been on fire, and you you've been doing jack shit. Right. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, you just can't say that that that's a smart bet. And but. Uh, Dustin Poirier did come back when when he said, uh, "Okay, Jorge can fight Nick, and I'm gonna fight Nate. That would be a good ass fight card, main and co-main." And I would go with fucking Nate against uh, beating fucking Poirier. Mm. If he takes it to the ground. No. You think on a stand oh. stand up? I think he'll bitch slap his ass back to fucking reality. Nah. They shouldn't have, they shouldn't have gave that motherfucker a title shot. Get the fuck out of here. He earned that. Back to the prelims, motherfucker. Oh please. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <the> diamond. <laughs> yeah. He's just some fucking coal. Now the uh, speaking of uh crazy people, did you see the tweet that Nate Diaz put up against uh or not against, but of him and Jorge when Jorge was when he was punching Jorge. Did you see that picture? No. So he no. put he put a picture up of Jorge. It's like zoomed into Jorge. And uh, you see Nate punching him. And the tweet was this. Uh, this is the time in the fight where him and I realized that he didn't want to be in the fight anymore. Hold on. Are you... Now... Are you sure it was really Nate's tweet? I, I was very, very... Um, I didn't think it was the, when I first seen it because I seen it on a meme. So I was like, oh, okay, somebody's trolling him. But So I went over to his Instagram to see if it was there, Nate's Instagram. It wasn't at Nate's Instagram. So I was like, okay, uh, let me check Twitter. And I checked Twitter, and it's there on Nate Diaz's account. I mean, it's like a meme going around, though. Like, literally, I've, I've seen that, on, on, but maybe it got started with that one. But I don't know which what one the serious one is, but I know Conor McGregor even did it against fucking Khabib. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've seen, like, other people use it on, like, just, like, animals and, like, weird shit. So it's like it's like a meme going around. So I don't know if it's, like, he really meant it. Okay, I hope Which there I'm, was. I'm, I'm still, I still find it weird that he would make that meme because it's kind of only making him look bad. Yeah, that's why I was like, "What are these guys on lately?" It's like they're really smoking that good shit, yo. Because that did, yeah. that just made him look really bad. Maybe that's where that, that maybe that's where it originated, and it's just got blown out of proportion from that one. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I don't know what the original is, but I've I've seen that a lot. But I'd never seen the DS one. Yeah, it's, so it's awesome. It is definitely on his uh, his tweet his Twitter. So uh, another thing that y'all might not know about that I seen uh, on BJPen dot com. It was Johnny oh Walker. Oh my god, this motherfucker goes on BJPen dot com. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Somebody called the cops on him. <laughs> He's a snitch. <laughs> so Johnny Walker was was a. Uh, talking to somebody from there and says that he doesn't have the desire to fight anymore. I thought he said that on Ariel's show. Did he? I didn't see that's, that. That's but, where I read it. That's what I read about it, but I don't know where I read it from. He may have said it on, but I got it from BJPenn.com. And he says that he misses his family too much. 
Now, do you think this is just somebody being homesick and he'll be back? Or do you think this is a bitch move because he got knocked out from Corey Anderson? I think Corey Anderson took the wind out of his sail, so he just needs a little bit of time, and then he'll get the fire back. Yeah, it, I don't think that he's. I don't think he's being a bitch. I don't think that he. I think he really does miss his family. I think he is really debating it, but it's just like that. That loss, depression, depression after a loss. He's just got to get over it for a little bit and then go back into it. Right. I uh, look. I guess. I guess when you get, he'll be back when you get in a fight game, though, you, you kind of know what you're getting into. And to say something like that, I mean, I guess, I guess he's really down on that loss because he was up so high with the hype. And did you know that Corey Anderson got fined for the unsportsmanlike conduct? Yeah. Do you think that was necessary? Uh, me personally, no. But yeah, I didn't think it, I didn't think it was that put, bad. Supposedly, push the ref. Maybe I would have to see the replay. But at the time, it just seemed like. He wasn't uh, going with the ref as he was being pushed by the ref. Right. But I don't know. Supposedly he put hands on a ref, but... If he put hands on a ref, then, yeah, you deserve your fine. But if you're just, like, unsportsmanlike conduct, uh, talking shit to the guy, whatever, yeah. No, it was all about about touching the official. That's what he got fined for. Oh, okay. I just seen that he got got fined 10 grand. I don't think that it was... I don't think that it was meant in a vicious way i think that he was just in the moment and i don't think he was actually trying to hurt the guy you know what i mean yeah so i mean i'm not i'm not saying um i'm completely right because i would if i i haven't seen a replay but if i seen a replay um and it looked like he was trying to be a dick then yeah just find him his money but if it looked like he was just in the moment and brushed him off a little bit big deal dude yeah you can't you can't control when you're that that much adrenaline you just knock somebody out right there's times when people fucking literally will wrestle the ref because they they're fucking knocked out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I get so, that. Like, but if you don't know where you're at, out, that's you're one in, thing. You're in a fucking high where you're like, oh my god, I'm the fucking beast. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you just go fucking ape shit. Yeah. Like you knock somebody out, somebody somebody tries to try to touch you, you say, get your fucking hands off me, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You just you, your chest puffed out more. You just fucking yeah, you rock just... hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's you, buddy. Right now, is it just me or is this cup getting tighter? Uh, <laughs> nasty motherfucker. All right, so speaking of shit that's scary, did you see uh, Mike Tyson's helping uh, Francis Ngannou with his boxing? Hold on, what the fuck is scary about that? Mike Tyson's a hundred years old. Okay, Francis Ngannou learning to box like Mike Tyson isn't scary to you? How tall is Francis Ngannou? I don't know, 6'6". Six, six. Isn't fucking Mike Tyson, uh, his his whole style of striking, isn't it based off of being the smaller guy? It's based on getting in close on bigger but, guys. But, but you're the smaller guy. Right. Francis is typically the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I don't, big deal. Fucking Mike Tyson's 80 years old. He's a thousand in coke years. Yeah, that is true. But, I mean, he still knows how to move like Mike Tyson, you know? And if he's passing that knowledge on to Mike somebody... Tyson whoop your ass. Fucking right he would. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even try <laughs> I to fight him. I would you take the bait. Fuck no. It's Mike Tyson. <laughs> That's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Are you out of here, Mike ah. Tyson? Stick a fucking telephone pole up his ass. Yeah, maybe 
from like 80 feet away, but Easy. <laughs> you're not going near him. He will fucking kill you. He ain't going to make it to my fight. <laughs> he broke his back. Final. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, shit. And did you see that uh, Darren Till is helping Tyson Fury get ready for Stipe? Yeah, now we need to see Mike Tyson fight fucking Tyson Fury. Leader, I mean, winner gets to keep the name Tyson. <laughs> nah, Gypsy King would murder Tyson. Yeah, you're fucking mine. He would murder him. He's only 100 years old. Yeah, he's only 100 years old. That's all the news I got. Uh, not much, not much happened it? this week. That's it. That's all I got, brother. All right, well, that's cool. Whatever. Uh, all right, you want to get into this uh, Fight Night 164 predictions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Um, what did your What did your initial thoughts when when you first looked at this card, up and down? That the prelims are better than the main event or main card. Yeah, the prelims definitely look like they're gonna outshine the fucking main card, like 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 the week that just passed. Yeah. Um, that's what it appears to be, but could be wrong. Yeah. You never know. I think there might be a couple upsets on this card cuz I'm not I'm not too uh confident in my picks. Uh yeah, I this this week I'm I'm confident but I mean for good reasons I only got 5 points. <laughs> got to get, get back on that horse and keep riding. Yeah. You'll get so there, I try, buddy. I try to go back to my old ways and really uh go off of certain criteria. Mm-hmm. And uh We'll see if it works. All right, all right. So let me let me get my uh, my self, notes. My notes. Let you got to remind notes. me at the end of this podcast to take a, a picture of this so I can send it to you. I know I said that last week, uh, but you didn't do it. I have my notes written down, bro. Oh, you actually have your notes this time. Yeah. Okay, bro. All right, so uh, let's start at the bottom, I guess, and we'll work our way all the way up. So we got Vanessa Mello taking on Tracy Cortez. Who you got? Cortez decision. I got Cortez decision as well. She's the hotter fighter. <laughs> that is exactly why I chose her. That's exactly why I chose her too. <laughs> They're gonna try and set her up to win. Yeah, that's what they I'm want. Thinking. They want her to win. Believe yeah. me. Oh yeah, she's very marketable. Story sells her backstory sells everything. Uh, so moving on, we got a flyweight fight. Uh, Ariane Lipsky taking on Veronica Masadeo or Masado or okay Masado. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> um, I'm going with Lipsky just because she's she. I didn't, I didn't look too hard, but she's probably the hotter. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you saying? Decision. Of course. <laughs> of course. I say Macedo uh, decision. She's the favorite to win. That's that's what I because I don't know either one of them. I've heard Lipsky's name a little bit more, but uh, I don't know. I'd have to really see them fight. Oh yeah, Lipsky's a savage, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. I've heard her name like a lot. Her. Okay. I think she wears she wears her hair real tight and like off to the side, kind of weird looking. But here she got her hair down. But obviously, you can't keep your hair down when you're fighting. Right, and you got to braid it up or something. It's just kind of muscular. Oh, yeah? All right. I like her striking. Okay, yeah, for sure. 
Okay. Decision. Decision. All right. So uh, moving on, we got uh, Douglas Silva de Andrade taking on uh, Hannah Burrell. Who you got? This is a 145-pound fight, too. All right. So I've been a Burrell fan since way back. Um, Andrade, he is 23 and or 25 and 8 or 25 and 3. Right. And Hannah uh, Burrell is like on like a four or five loss. Yeah. Streak, if you want to call it that, um, he hasn't looked the same since USADA got involved with the UFC. We're leaving the USADA era. I think they're going to be less and less used. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like they're going to be like, you know what? Let let this little fucking Pigo Grand bullshit pass. Uh, maybe you know, let them let them cheat a little bit. Okay. So. Got to go with my man Burrell. He's coming back. We're in the fucking Attitude Era fucking UFC. Hannah Burrell's back and better than ever. They're setting him up for a fucking good win against somebody with a good record, and he's going to get a second-round TKO. Second-round TKO, Burrell? Holy shit. Yeah, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna fucking come back. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Andrade takes him uh, via decision. I think he hangs in there. Uh, I think this is a do-or-die situation. I think if he loses one more, he's getting cut. Um, and I think that's going to give him some fire. But I think uh, Andrade is just going to be too much for him. He's going to take him. So I got Andrade decision. Okay. You're wrong. I usually am. I wasn't <laughs> wrong last week, though, bitch. So here's one that I was uh, nervous about. Yeah, we got uh, Warley Alves taking on uh, Randy Brown. This is a welterweight fight. Who you got? This is basically a pick em. So, Alves is kind of a fucking savage. Yeah. Brown is, you know, game. He's one of those fighters that are game in a lot of different areas. But he leaves his um, hands down. Not always. And, and Alves is... He's known to do well, and, and he can get a good guillotine. And I think that Brown's going to see that, avoid the guillotine, but still you know, use all his tools and keep it safe and win a decision. Brown decision. But I think he's going to be safe, though. So, so it for, might be a boring fight. For all the same reasons that you said, I'm going to say that, but for Alves. <laughs> I, I think Alves is going to decision. I think he's going to play it safe. I think they're both going to play it safe because they don't want to get hurt. And uh, yeah, Alves is going to come out the winner. I think he grapples a little bit better. I think he's going to uh, wrestle fucking. Alves has definitely fought the better competition. Yeah. And more experienced. But I like Brown better. Okay. He beat up Mickey Gale. Okay, that's, that, <laughs> that's saying Mickey so Gal. much. That's saying so much. As fucking Sanchez calls him, Diego Sanchez, Mickey Gal. Gal. He's a fuck. He's a gal, <laughs> like a girl. All right, all so, right. Here comes fight of the night. <laughs> we got a lightweight fight. Uh, blast from the past. Francisco Trinaldo taking on Bobby Green. Who you they're, got? Well, they're both. They've both been in the in the game for a while. Uh. I like both these guys. I respect both these guys as fighters because they're both kind of like 
you know, they're real fucking fighters. Yeah. And um, I would say that Trinaldo is slightly more skilled. Mm -hmm. And I think he has a better gas tank. So I'm going to go with a third round TKO for Trinaldo. So you got third round TKO Trinaldo. I think uh, Bobby Green uh, will, I mean, he's been in the game a while, but I don't think he's on that level of a Trinaldo. I think Trinaldo's got a little bit more power and, like you said, a little bit more gas. Um, I think it's going to be a decision for Trinaldo. So I got Trinaldo decision. <clears throat> All right, moving on, we got Ricardo Ramos taking on Luis Eduardo uh, Gagori. And this is in a, a featherweight division. Who you got? Um, or I'm sorry, it's Ricardo Hamos. I'm gonna go with Luis. 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 I think that this is a very even matchup. I think that um, they're both dangerous fighters, but I think that because they're both dangerous. In the same areas, that is going to be a decision. Yep, I have the same same thought. I think uh, they're both kind of very savage fighters, uh, but I do think Hamos is a little bit more dangerous, and I got Homo, I got Hamos taking more chances and getting the decision over uh, Luis. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, there's just, a lot of decisions coming up on here, man. I just don't. Yeah. I don't. This, it, uh, that's why I said I think there's going to be some upsets in there. It's never this many decisions on a fight card. No, but see, the thing is, is like all these decisions are going to be fucking good fights. The fight that might be the might be the slowest, and I I I probably completely wrong, but it's it's Alves versus Brown. The rest of these fights, I feel like that these are these guys are going to fucking really bang it out. Even if it goes to decision, it's going to be two fucking warriors going to fucking war. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm hoping for uh, a knockout, a couple down and down in this uh, prelims. So, may, uh, topping out the prelims, we got uh, Sergio or Sergio Marais taking on James Krause. This is a welterweight division fight. Who you got? Okay, let's start it off with saying Sergio Marais, one of the one of the best uh, submission guys in the UFC or one of the better ones. You know what I mean? Like he's known for his submission skills. Yeah. His grappling skills is up there. Um, he might not be that well known, but if you, if you follow it, Marais is one of the better grapplers. Then you got James Krause, who's very well-rounded, very, very high level. I believe, you know, it's like he's, he's on a winning streak, but he doesn't stay very active, you know, Marais is is lost a few recently, um, but he's staying more active and, and, and fighting more often. But I think Kraus got this one, yo. How you got to win it? Third round knockout. All right. And I just think that's just, it's going to be gas tank. And. Uh, James Krause is just going to, you know, have that willpower. Like, think of, like, somebody like Ally Aquinta. He's just going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, he's, that's what I see. He's going to quit. I see a lot of Al and uh, James Krause. 
So for that reason, I said James Krause second round TKO. Well, I don't see Al in him. I'm just saying, like, like that. You know what I mean? Well, I see, I see that that heart that never give that up. Willpower, that willpower. That willpower. Yeah, and um, I see, I see James um, having good takedown defense, and that's gonna tire out Sergio, and that's gonna get him that. Uh, I think he's a a coach or or something. He's in the corner of a lot of uh, fights. Yeah. By the way, he's got a house. Yeah, I've seen him in a in a couple corners. So I got him second round TKO. You got him third round KO. It's supposed to be. Uh, I'm hoping for a finish to top that out. I don't see neither one like playing it safe. Yeah, and the thing about Marais is, um, even though he's known as a grappler, his striking's on point too. Yeah, he'll, he'll strike with you. Yeah, but if it, if it goes around, he's he's fucking really really. He's wrapping that uh, neck up. Yeah. Yeah, he's really going for some shit. Oh yeah. All right, now let's get into where it counts, the main card. Uh, let's see if you can't make... This is for the Fight Pick Championship. This is for the Fight Pick Championship. Let's see if you can't make a comeback. Let's see if I can't get up on that uh, top three. And I'm really trying, guys. I'm really trying. All right. So we got Marcus Perez taking on Wellington Turner. Or tournament, excuse me. Wellington Turner. This is a middleweight fight. Who you got and why? First of all... Both these motherfuckers is ugly as shit. <laughs> I love how you make your picks. If the guy's good looking, I might go with him. <laughs> Unlike with the women, you want to vote on the uglier guy. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, that will be right. Okay. Um, I went with Perez decision. Have are you like looking at my f- fucking picks, you bastard? No, I don't have your picks in front of me. Okay, and I could not remember why. So go ahead and start. Do you know anything about these guys? I'm gonna I'm looking it up real quick. Well, I think Perez is the favorite in this in this fight, and uh, I just got him out striking Terman and and playing it safe. That's how I, that's how I see this. I see him uh, just jabbing him and running. I don't see him taking m- many chances. But who am I? I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of just, this is a pick for me. Yeah, the first two are so pick for me. So I wasn't really sure who to choose, and uh, I just went for Perez just because he, he's he got less losses. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty much. The- he's coming off a win. The other guy's coming off a loss. Yeah. You know? Momentum is everything in this game. All right, so we got Antonio Aurora taking on Andres uh, Munez. Who do you got? I don't really know either one of these guys. I'm not going to even pretend that I do. Um, I went with um, Andre Munez by fucking round one submission. Okay. Round one sub for Munez. Uh I took uh, Aurora Aurorio, uh decision win, and I, I don't know any. I just kind of flipped the coin, so maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. Um, side note about that. Okay. Originally, Kevin Holland was supposed to be the yeah. opponent for Aurorio, so 
our boy uh, Munis was a last minute replacement. Ooh. You know what I mean? So Arroyo's ready for minute. he's ready for a fight. Arroyo's been training for a fight, so he should yeah, but, he should be in fight shape and ready to go. Maybe Munez so, not coming in fight shape. He might be coming in fight shape, but also even if he's not coming in shape, that means he's more dangerous in the first round. Yeah. Because he 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 don't have his cardio in in, in check. This is just me just make, coming up with a story. I hear My you. My boy's taking a fight uh, a little short notice. He don't have his cardio in check. He's going in there. He's going to try and grab his neck right away and and submit him first round. That way you don't have to show his cardio. Gotcha. That's a good plan. That's how I would do it. Um, all right, moving on. We got our lightweight battle. Charles Oliveira taking on Jared Gordon. This is a really hard fight for me to pick. I uh, I don't know. I picked uh, Charles Oliveira. Uh, I got him getting a round three submission. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm fucking talking about, Ricky. Hey, Finally, hey, hey. somebody showing some love for fucking Oliveira. I, I can't I can't not show love for Oliveira. He, I mean, the submission game is on point. He He's a dangerous, dangerous dude. And uh, Jared's going to push him, but I think I think he – Gets the choke in the end. His striking game's out uh, underrated too. My man throws all kinds of crazy shit, dude. He's got flying knees. He's got fucking spinny shit. He's got all that shit, dude. Oliveira is the fucking man. He's uh, he's underrated. He's 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 the people he's lost to are fucking champs. You know what I mean? Oliveira ain't nothing but the truth. I'm just saying, like he's he's underrated like shit. People are sleeping on my man Oliveira. Juice, fuck you. Fuck you, um, Juice. I even heard uh, on Ray's soup him and fucking um, D Rocket sixty nine sixty nine on Twitter. They were talking about this and they were saying, but he he personally D Rocket has a personal like connection with James um, Jared Gordon. Yeah. So I can kind of get that, but then Ray was like, "He's no world beater. He's no world beater." Get wow. the fuck out of here. He done beat plenty of people around the world. <laughs> <laughs> mark my words, motherfuckers. Right. I'm talking to everybody here. Mark my words. Oliver will be champ one day. Oh, shit. You heard it here first. Fuck what you heard, you dirty turd. <laughs> <laughs> so how you got Oliver winning? Because you're hyping him up. Now, if you pick Gordon, that's some fucked up shit. Oliver, first round submission. First rear, round. Rear nigga choked that motherfucker right away. Wow. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be Jared Gordon's first submission loss. Wow, okay. And he'll be a fucking better man because of it. Man, that's, some big, that's a mighty big prediction. I like Ain't it, though. Around. I like it, though. All right, so we got uh, Mauricio Shogun Hua taking on Paul Craig. Paul Craig out there in Scotland. Now tell me you don't think of fucking Al Pacino every time you hear Shogun. Hua! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Hua! Yeah. <laughs> Scent of a woman and shit. <laughs> uh, so who you got? Let's hear I want to hear your breakdown first. Uh, I already have mine. I ain't going to lie. Since you think I'm reading your picks. Okay. Why don't you just read yours first? Okay. Paul Craig is a fucking savage. And he is he's definitely happy to be there. And he just signed up. Just signed a brand new contract. Um, 
Mauricio Shogun Hula is a really good fighter, and he's on her way down. So if I had to look at this UFC fight, I'm going to say Paul Craig should win. Like, that's what it looks like the UFC is trying to manipulate and then hoping because Craig being the more marketable fighter at this point. But uh, I think Shogun Hua is not done. And he's going to show Craig that you can't sleep on an old man. And I got I got uh, Shogun Hua taking him out in the second round. Via? TKO. All right. I think I think it gets him in the clinch and uh, needs the fuck out of him. So if Paul Craig has a hole in his in his game, yeah, we all know where it's at. Mm-hmm. His fucking striking defense. Yeah, he 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 leads with his head. Guess who's getting knocked out first round? Paul <laughs> motherfucking Craig. Wow, Paul Craig. Damn, Paul Craig getting knocked out. Shogun has been the people he's lost to are fucking good, man. Just like I said with Oliveira, same fucking theme. All the people he's lost to are fucking awesome dudes. Like they're great fighters. Um, fucking Shogun's a fucking savage, dude. He's fought people like Paul Craig before. You know what I mean? He he's been around. He's been around forever. He's not even that old. I don't. I don't even know his age though. He's just been fighting since, you know, he, he was young. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, so, I, I don't think he's done it all. So, you got Shogun Hua taking on or killing Paul Craig in the first round knockout, right? Yeah. If he was fighting anybody else at a higher rank, maybe uh, I would go against him. But somebody like Paul, Gray, Paul Craig, who's not even a dangerous striker, nah, you're not going to submit my boy. Cool, I, I you know what I, I I agree with that hundred percent. All right, so rounding out tonight, uh, the main event of the evening, we got Jan Blahovich taking on uh, Ronaldo Jacare Souza. Uh, Jacare is coming up to two hundred five. Um, He's trying to. I guess he's trying to follow suit with Weidman and and Rockhold, and it didn't work out too well for them. But uh, but you forgetting about Santos and fucking um, fucking um, the bald white dude. The bald white dude doesn't necessarily have a white nose. <laughs> Anthony Smith. Oh, Anthony Smith. Yeah. Now you know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they moved up and it looked great. Right. The only thing, the only thing, um, Jan leaves his hands down so many times, and he he leads with the power right, like he's trying to to knock you out all the time, and uh, I think Souza takes him on the ground and chokes him out. I think that's how this is going to end. I got I got a Jacare submission round three. That's how I got this ended. How do you got it? You motherfucker! <laughs> Am I reading Guess your what? picks? Am I reading your picks, bitch? I got Jacare round three 
and I put sub question mark because I wasn't sure if I wanted to go TKO or submission. Oh my god! But I think it's I think he's gonna get him in trouble. I really think that he's gonna sit out with him, dude. Yeah. And I and here's the thing: if you think that he's gonna come in the fucking light heavyweight and be a small guy, you're out of not. your mind. Hell no. He's six. He what is he six one? Yeah. Fucking. Jan Blahovich is fucking six two or whatever. You know what I mean? They're like inch inch. Right. It ain't like he's a Jacare is not a fucking small dude. I mean he's small, but he's not. Like he's small against fucking John Jones or something. Yeah. He's but he's really, compacted, but he's a big dude. This is he, this is uh not somebody on a, a terrible losing streak going up because they're like, I need to start over. Somebody that's it, it had a good run. Didn't, it came short a couple times and was like, you know what? I'm sick of cutting weight. Yeah, that's how I think it too. But I do. The only thing that concerns me is that he is in his later years of the career and he's maybe not as hungry. But it is. I think this is his last chance for a, a title. This is more like. I think this is more like a Jorge. Like, oh, I, I'm not going to be in this game much longer. I'm going to fucking go balls deep. That's a this good way. I believe this is him trying to reinvent himself, and I think he's going to fucking, like I said, I think he's going to fucking box with him, dude. And I think he's going to fucking win the exchanges, and I think by the third round, dude's going to get tired, and he's going to catch him. And he's going to fucking, uh, like I said, he might even TKO him, but I'm going to go with he's going to hurt him and then fucking grab a limb or grab a neck. Gotcha. So submission. I'm going to go with submission for the fucking championship. I might change depending on how, like, they look at the fucking weigh-ins. Right. This if fucking he, Blahovich comes in there and just looks fucking weirdly bigger than Jacare. I might fucking change my pick. I think he's got a longer reach. I I do think he's got some uh some arms, some inches on him. Like reach wise. So that's something to look in for. But like I said, he drops his hands a lot, so hopefully Sosa can catch him and choke him out and, and we get them twenty five points. That's what I'm talking about. Fuck yeah. And the thing is is like this this is five rounds. I think even the the later this goes, I think it's gonna favor Sozo because fucking Jockery don't get tired really. He's got a little bit he's but been he doesn't so, really Yeah, he's been in so many fights, he's he doesn't get tired like that. I mean her man's been tired of him out, but I don't think I don't see Jan fucking putting on that pace. Right. Alright. Um so that takes care of uh Fight Night 164 and mm. uh, our Fight Pick Championship picks. Um, you know what? While I'm thinking about it, I'm going to take the picture right now. That's what I'm going to do. I know you already picked your, you got your Go whatever. You, you want to take your picture? Go ahead. I want to take my um, picture. So, what? After the picture, what are we? <laughs> you're confusing me because I'm like watching you take the picture. I'm like, we could keep talking. Yeah, you can. You your mouth isn't <laughs> stopping. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, so are these fights at the normal time? They're in uh, Brazil. This is an eight o'clock. P- it's an eight p.m. fight on uh, ESPN Plus. I know it's in Brazil, but um, I can't for the life of me. So the early prelim, the, the prelim started at eight, or is it that the main card starts the main, at eight? The main card starts at eight, so I think they okay. start at five. Prelim start five. It's not bad at all. No, nah, not a bad night. I'm liking it. Yeah. Five and eight. I just yeah, went and looked. Um, it's cool, man. And we got a lot of things that we're going to try and get, get started for next week. You know, we're, we're uh, 
trying to implement a few little extra things and I'm actually going to be doing some new stuff with my stream soon, hopefully. Awesome. You know, got help from all different directions from everybody. Shout out to my man Odin Kush on Twitch. Um, give my man a follow. Check him out. He's he helped me out. He sent me some. Uh, he sent me a capture card in the mail to help me out. That's I awesome. said that's really cool. That's it's, awesome. it's really cool. I'm like he's a he's a cool dude. Good shit, man. And his streams are lit. <laughs> they <laughs> are. Yeah. He's oh, fun. Yeah. Well. Even though you couldn't be here, you're you're here on Skype. Um, yeah, man. Glad Always. we can get it done. Um, can't wait till Saturday. See uh, Sosa choke out this motherfucker. It's gonna be great. Oh, um, another thing I wanted to say is I think that like as a because like we're starting to talk as a group on Twitter a lot. Yeah. I think we should we should decide on a uh, hashtag to use just for this. I was thinking because like fight pick championship is very long for a hashtag. Okay. I was thinking I was thinking like FPC MMA. Uh, that works. You know FPC MMA hashtag FP. So if we're talking about the fights or the fight pick championship, if you want to tag you know tag us and talk about our championship tag you know and I'm, I'm mainly talking to the other guys because but I mean if you guys want to fucking Anybody else listening that's not in our competition, if you guys want to get involved and talk shit on us, that's fine, too. Oh, yeah, we welcome it. Bring it on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, we, we have pe- people calling us MMA farts now because of fucking Alpha. <laughs> Fuck you, you pink bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're, we got a lot of shit talking that we got to get get going with Hell you guys, yeah. but the memes are coming. That's right. I can't wait. Yeah. All right, brother. Well... Nice having you on, and you maybe next time you can make it here. <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, check us out, everybody listening. If you haven't already, follow us on all social media: it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's MMA underscore Marks, and you can find us at MMAMarks.com. You can always leave a voice message on our anchor, and you can subscribe to all our fucking shit on social media and YouTube and fucking Twitch. <laughs> really, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. You've been sitting here repping. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And nothing. Nothing. Come on. You said Twitch, yo. Rep your Twitch, Twitch. son. All that, all that shit. Yeah. And don't forget my man, Ricky. Ricky MMA underscore marks. Hell yeah. All right, man. With that being said, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. We're out of here. See you. See you.